right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. And Kevin, I am fired up about not only who we have on the show today, Tom Bailey, the man they call Grubby, a.k.a. Craig Grubner, and the one and only Joe Barry from Joe Barry Motorsports talking all the ins and outs of Drag Week. This subject matter is so true to my heart, man. My very first memory, 257 Chevys. I'm sitting on the back of a Ford LTD. 257 Chevys are at the line. One of them is my dad. The other is the guy that he beat and the guy that flipped his car at the end of the race. So that traumatized me a little bit. And what's crazy is that 57 Chevy my dad was racing at the time is now in my garage. How insane. Oh, no kidding, man. Yeah, I mean, dude. What a cool, inspiring, like, first memory, let alone first car yeah, memory. Yeah, first memory right? in life. <laughs> wow. So that kind of sets a little, you know, precedent of who is Willie and why is Willie Willie, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I've had plenty of cool like car experiences, but never my first one, right? And and uh, I think, as you know, my my dad wasn't really a car guy. He's very handy, so I learned a lot of tools and things working with him. But you know, I didn't have that sort of you know first huge impactful uh, inspiration like that. It's pretty awesome, and it yeah, really kind of understands like to this day, dude, you live and breathe drag racing. Yeah, it's always been my passion. Like, I love, you know, I, I had my SCCA license for a while, d do a bunch of road course racing now, and really enjoy it. But my, I really cut my teeth in drag racing, eighth mile, quarter mile stuff. I was a little street racer back in the day, you know. That's where I really just, you know, fell in love with it, where I cut my teeth, where I grew not just my wisdom as far as street and community and what racers do for one another, but competitive-wise, too, you know. You learn to lose which makes you a better winner. You know, I'm sure our guys at Drag Week know all about that, just the level of competition when you're facing a real, you know, adequate opponent. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I cut my teeth in the same form, I think, that you did. You know, my very first car, I built it up and uh, went drag racing, Orlando Speed World. That's where I grew up, Biflo, Florida. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was the march, right? Like, bigger cam, ported heads, just endlessly, like, throwing everything you got at going faster and faster and faster in a straight line. And I think somewhere for me on that route to like being the fastest guy, which I was still pretty far away from, but I got into uh, road racing. I got into little Formula One open wheel cars and uh, oh my right. God, that just changed everything. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm a drag race fan. 
and I'm a road race fan, you know? So I'm like <laughs> a parallel split, but you have followed the drag so, racing nonstop. question, and you can answer this at the end of the t- today's podcast, okay? All right, what do you got? Hit me the up. The very first time that you took your car down the drag strip, what was your ET? The very first time you took your car, and I know the car it is, <laughs> right? What was your very first ET slip? What does it say at the bottom? You could tell us at the uh, at the bottom of the podcast. But look who we got on today, man. Like when you think the fastest cars in the world, bro, you got to think Tom, like Tom Bailey's name is in there every single time. Like the guy, he he breaks every single record, man. Like he's oh, that guy is he's so intense, and he's in my backyard, man. He's my kind of neighborhood buddy. Yeah. He's right here in Detroit. And and you'll see, all right, let's lay the groundwork, man. This is a 4,500 horsepower streetcar. Yes. Right? I don't think people can even wrap their brain around that, right? Most of us. And and he'll be just cruising around with his son going to get, you know, ice cream. Yeah. Right? There it is, so, just parked on the side of the road. Da, 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 you know? I got, a, I got a funny story. He hates racing one guy that he's called the princess, right? So I was doing another TV show. I had him in Denver. He, he took his son, Aiden, out to Dairy Queen in that car that he was racing on the TV show the, the next day. And this guy is running, you know, low sevens, high sixes up here at, at Bandemir at altitude, at, you know, a mile yeah. high. Like, that is unreal. He's driving it on the street. Like, it's a legit street car. Hence, drag weekend, everything that these guys punish their bodies, their companions, because they always have somebody, be it their kid or their wife or somebody, that, and all their equipment. They have to tow everything that they use, all their consumables, with them for a week. And they take one week. They travel a 1,000 miles over five days, all trying to secure the quickest elapsed ET average across the week. So they make a hit, get a good ET, and they're off to the next strip. I mean, it is grueling. It is nothing but abuse. It's built for savages, man. Oh, talk, I mean, setting the whole race up to begin with, it's, you know, I'm the fastest streetcar. Well, it's like, you just drove it on a trailer, right? You just yeah. did a quarter mile pass and you put it back on your trailer. This is proving, this is proof in the pudding. Like you said, man, a thousand miles, you're basically on your own. You're carrying everything and you're, you know, putting up or shutting up. And I tell you what, as far as, to me, drag racing, one of the biggest experiences you could ever have is top fuel, right? Yeah. When that green fog of death fires up in the pits, <laughs> right? And everybody goes running away and they see the guys with the gas mask on, you know? And they go screaming down the track and there's so much power coming out of them. It's shaking your eyeballs. You can't even see straight anymore. And there's just a blur going down the track. Well, that is intense. That's like the space shuttle. But when it comes to cool, when it comes to awesome, I don't think there's anything tops for these street rides, right? And and drag week, like especially that is some of the coolest stuff, right? Yeah, there. especially with these cars. So you know, it's funny, man. We'll get into our another podcast with Fast Jack Beckman. Some of that top fuel rage that you feel when you're in the stands on the receiving end of what these guys and drivers are doing. Can't wait for that one. But without further ado, let's talk Drag Week, y'all. Let's talk to Tom Bailey, to Craig Grubner, a.k.a. Grubby, and the one and only Joe Barry from Joe Barry Motorsports. It's all about Drag Week. Kevin, you ready for this? Yeah, man, let's get it on. This is our Drag Week Racers. This is bench racing with the race guys, man. Check it out. 
All right, it's the Two Guys Garage podcast, man. I'm telling you, we have something special today. It is like a drag week extravaganza podcast, man. Tom Bailey, Joe Barry, Grubby, my man Kevin Bird at the helm. Guys, welcome. Thanks for coming on. And uh, Joe Barry, I got to talk to him first. My man in the shoebox Chevy, the baddest 5.6 ever, true or false, you and I have done some well, we've been in Mexico before. We've done some cruising before. We've done some. Uh, we've had a lot of fun times, Mr. Joe Barry. Yes, sir. We yeah, definitely man. have. It's uh, it's great to have you here. What is for you, SEMA has got to be not just exciting, but it's got to be. I don't know. When you see all these cars, when you see all the performance, when you see what people are doing and building now, is it one of those things you can't believe it? Just as a snapshot from 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, it, it keeps you motivated when you start to, I don't want to say lose interest in it, but it keeps you motivated because you see where things are going. You see the future. You see the technology change. Yeah. So it, it always keeps you motivated. Yeah, man, for sure. And Grubby, true or false, you're uh, you're known for burnouts with cars hauling trailers. Uh, <laughs> anybody seen 1320 videos? You've seen any magazine? Like, you know, you'll see this guy rip, I don't know. 200 yard burnouts <laughs> with a trailer tied to the uh, the back of the car <laughs> yep they've been some pretty fun ones i guess <laughs> yeah man <laughs> what what is drag week and, and tom gr- grab the mic as well you guys are synonymous with drag week when you look at you know the big names of drag week you guys you guys are it at one point in time or another you know you've had the title of fastest streetcar and, and baddest man to beat what does that mean each and every year for that grueling sort of task? And explain it to, to some people listening that may not know exactly what Drag Week is. Uh, I just, I mean, it's obviously a torture test. I mean, that's, I guess it's the thing that uh, an ass beating that we sign up for on a yearly basis that if something in life doesn't kick your ass, go to Drag Week because it will. Yeah. So. Yep. If you ever want to have like three or four jobs at the same time, you just go there for a week. It'd be just the exact same thing. And then not sleep when you're working too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's tell these guys what is all involved with Drag Week. I mean, besides a beat down ass whoop, like what, what do you got to do with a vehicle? I mean, it's a street car, technically a street car. It's got to go like how many miles, how far, you got to tow your own gear, kind of like walk us through, like walk the guys through that have never seen it, read it in the magazines, which I don't know what you're doing if you haven't been if following. you haven't heard about right? Drag Week. You need to follow. This is impressive. I mean, first of all, let's just bank out what, what time and speed did you nail down this year? Uh, this year, I mean, obviously the last day, the last pass, I mean, was 599 at 250. So Jesus. on a car that went a uh, thousand miles down the street so i mean that's 250 miles an hour y'all in 1320 feet i mean if that doesn't yippee kaye your ass nothing will right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt i mean that is just insanely impressive like if you didn't think streetcar you'd be like 250 that is a badass race car right but no you're dragging this thing a thousand miles on the street and tom bailey here he's my hometown guy he's my detroit man he lives well, joe barry's my hometown guy yeah, so that's right let's just corner up so. i know man i'm ready for this thing to, to break out right let's here let's line man. them up joe yeah. <laughs> i mean literally we got both cars sitting here in the booth right i mean we could clear some space <laughs> well you know Tom, I, I think, you know, if you look at all the drag weeks that you've been on, is there one that 
is the echelon, the holy grail? Like, what, what's the one experience that you had at Drag Week that you'll always recall as the best? I think the um, in 13, when I won in 13, because that was the first time winning, and that was the first car to ever do a six every day. So that was probably, like, that would be, like, the all-time high. And then after that, it's like you just... That's when you met kind of your goal, and then you just reset new goals, and you keep moving forward. So Yeah, man. Yeah. And what about you, Grubby? If you had a one drag week sort of holy sale. grail, man, <laughs> what, what would it be? Oh, I don't, I'm the not sure. The side of the road. Probably the thing the he owns. <laughs> side of the highway when it's pouring rain and you got to take Well, the tell everybody about that. What else. happened? Oh, we were in stop-and-go traffic, <laughs> and the... So I shot it off, and the starter went. We had to pull the headers off to change the starter, and we had to find a starter, obviously. So I don't know. Drag week's one of them things where if you think you have have all the parts, or you thought one time that you thought about bringing something, you better bring it along. <laughs> you guys understand? They carry all these parts with them. They have to every tool, every set of tires, every consumable that you would use. Right from think about what you take. Most people load up their truck, load up their trailer. And they got all the equipment and a place to work on their cars and all this stuff ready, set to go in their in their mechanism they take to the track. You guys have to do that on the fly. You're driving from one racetrack to the other racetrack to the other racetrack, racing at every single one of them, putting big gaps in between, like road miles, hauling trailers. And you have a you have a reputation of uh, of doing some massive nasty burnouts, even yep. though there's a trailer in tow. Some some of the guys, you know, that want to drive their streetcar instead of driving like grannies you know you do a few burnouts here and there otherwise <laughs> he's he's looking and at then, joe and then, <laughs> and then a half mile down the road you pass grubby yeah that's where i was changing the starter in the rain on the wow. side of the four lane yeah and, and what about you joe what for you what is Hey, go ahead. I know you got a comment or two on Grubby because you you probably helped him. And, and that's one of the great things about Drag Week, the camaraderie, right? Here we are all joking and, and so forth about it. But at the same time, man, these guys will bend over backwards to help one another because they want to beat them in style. They want to know that they showed up 100% in the next lane. It, it, that is one of those true, you know, battle b- sort of born type stereotypes you get with this this type of a, a, of a scenario. Yeah, and, and you guys feel that and have it. right yeah. there, man. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I mean, when you're willing to loan someone a part that is very possible you're going to need, which I've done later, you know, that's, but that's part of it. If, you know, you got to help everyone out. Um, Because if you want everyone, if you want to compete with everyone, you don't want to win it just because someone broke. You want to win it because you can outrun them. Yeah, man. And And it's uh, not any fun if all your buddies are gone or whatever, you know, so... Or you're having a fire sale. Yeah. It's, like, it's like going to a strip club by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I man. still have fun there by myself. Your, your most <laughs> memorable <laughs> moment at a drag week? It would be 2014, 2015, I guess. The first time I went, made a six-second pass at drag week. And uh, obviously, I didn't know in the car that I'd made the six-second pass. And I go around the end of the track, and these guys are holding up six. What the hell? I thought they're throwing gang signs. I don't know these people. <laughs> so I'm driving back, and I hop, you know, I'm, what, I'm trying to figure out what they're talking about. Get my time slip, and about midway pack, I realize it's my six-second time slip. And I get back there, and I got a picture on my wall 
of all the people that were there when we got back. Competitors, Tom, Steve, I mean, and I, I look through that back picture as I walk out my office all the time because that picture with the people probably means more to me than the six second pass because these people are as just as excited as I was, right. you know? And then we go in and when they do the awards and stuff, we got a standing ovation and I thought, this is crazy. I mean, I didn't, I thought, you know, if I cry right now, they're in a laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. But it was pretty special. I mean, it, but you know, and we've won our class and things, but nothing like that particular moment. Is there is there anything that is close to drag week as far as what you endure, what you have to go through for the prize, um, the fun, the camaraderie, the memories made. I mean, that has got to be for you guys that have the ability to to do it. It's got to be one of the coolest and most memorable events ever. Yeah. yeah well, and I think, yeah, and I think like uh, 2010 was my first year and. Uh, um, and I remember the first drive on the first day. I mean, it was a nothing drive to from Columbus to Indy and a couple hundred miles, perfect weather. Like, and me and my buddy, when we got there, the first thing you did is like you laid down in the median or whatever. Like that was the hardest thing had ever done in my entire life was that drive that day. And like now you crank off 500 miles and on your knees and I mean it doesn't matter like and it's like nothing you're just like conditioned for it after you've gone through it so much I mean Grubby probably had the worst year for lack of sleep this year because I mean every day it's like we're coming oh Grubby's car made it (laughs) (laughs) you open the the track at two and get at the hotel at three in the morning yeah man so these guys go from city to city and then they they race at each track they try to put down uh the most consistent time and then it's an average throughout the week but these guys are really if you think about the miles they're rolling in a car that is built to race i mean you know it's not like you got creature comforts of of modern cars there's no seat heaters there's no you know a lot of times there's not radios the seats hey, are comfortable i'm looking right in town bailey's car there's cup holders in there this, yeah that's yeah plush i know dude. <laughs> <laughs> he does have cup there, holders in it yeah and there's seat heater and there's seat heaters <laughs> i just can't turn them off right. <laughs> that's the bad part leg yeah. warmers foot warmers that's all kinds of good winter driving right, right, right there. in the middle <laughs> what, what is the toughest toughest moment whether it's weather um, or conditions that you guys had to endure during drag week? Oh, that'd be last year in the rain. I yeah. think everybody had a, oh, yeah. a lot of fun in the rain this last year. And, and, and you guys said these cars, a lot of them have slicks or tires that, you know, might not necessarily be DOT approved. Um, and, you know, you guys are facing, that was a downpour. I remember seeing the videos of that. Like, it was a downpour. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you have treaded tires on, if they're DOT tires or not. Because if they're if they're still 16 inches wider, yeah, they're, they're well, not. I mean, you're going 30 miles an hour, and you're going to be sideways no matter what. For anybody driven a streetcar with 400 horsepower plus, right? I mean, you can try to just pull out of somewhere in the rain and spin your tires. Now we're talking about 4,000. Yeah, 4,000 horsepower. Try to drive that on the street alone, let alone get yourself some tough conditions like you know a heavy rain, some hydroplaning going on. That's that's wheeling. Yeah, man, no doubt. And, I, dude, it's so funny because Joe Barry lives close 
to, to where I live. And, and I've called him on a number of times like, hey, man, I'm get some cars together and come meet me at this bar. He'll bring, you know, he'll bring the cream sickle out, dude, and, and serve some lumps, smack that ass. Like, he's not afraid to drive that thing anywhere, everywhere, and, you know, show it up. It's, it's a car that is, it's known, it's been on the cover of Hot Rod. Um, it's been in all kinds of, you know, TV shows and videos, and it's got tons of followers, like Tom Bailey, you know. These cars are world-renowned. I mean, they're, they're known in the Hot Rod world. And to see these cars out on the street, man, for spectators, for people as you come into these towns, I mean, these guys, these towns that you go to, they gotta be off the hinges. They gotta be out of bounds, excited you guys are coming through. Well, Tom's same thing, man. In Detroit, it's like, oh, it's a Bailey sighting. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's taking his kid out for, I don't know, brunch or something, you know? Aiden. like Yeah, how he is Aiden? Oh, he's good, he's good. He's 16 now, so he wow. just built a Bronco, so. There you go, man. And I know, Joe, that's, that's key for you too, man. That's everything. If, if it weren't for Joey, we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Because the older I get, the less I want to do, and the more he wants to do at his age. So it's a good match. Yeah, man. It's a perfect time because, you know, a, a couple years ago I had Tom on, on another show I was doing, and uh, it just so happened I was like, man, uh, I really wish I uh, – I, I wish – well, I, I put it to you like this. I, I snapshot something and I lost my photo of it. But it's something that Tom Bailey said, and I liked it so much, I took a picture of it and I saved it in my phone. Um, and I'm gonna share it with you as soon as I find it. Something <laughs> about a princess, or? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, that was funny though. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna bring that up. I'll let you light that fire again. Um, but no, man, um, this is something they said right here. So Tom Bailey said it best. This is a season premiere of a show I did. He said, we have to do this for the next generation too. Making them a part of the daily and all the action uh, we can is key. Aiden, for sure, at that moment, um, got his, I think that was one of the first years that he took Aiden along, but making them a part of the daily and all the action we can is key. And to, to me, man, that, that helped. I didn't have a, a kid at the time. Tom, now I'm proud father of a seven-month-old baby girl congratulations thank you thank you um and man i gotta tell you you guys watching how you bring your the next generation of racers into the fold watching how you guys inspire the next generation as a guy that sits on the side and and cheers in the parade when you guys go by man I, I love what you bring to the sport. I love what you bring to racing. I love what you bring, uh, your attitude, your enthusiasm, your passion, and the fact that you love sharing it with, you know, your sons right? and and everybody to to have. And, and it is communal in a lot more ways than people could ever imagine. No, exactly. And I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, like Joe said. I mean, that's like, like your kids. I mean, that's and obviously all the other kids out there. I mean, that's the. There's too many negatives in life out there that, like, in anything motorsports related, like, I don't know of anything motorsports related that's not a positive. Like, everything is family. Everything is about the next generation. Everything's about the kids. Like, and, and that's what's great about it. Like, and the same as in competition. Like, yep, when we line up next to each other, yep, we're going to beat that person's ass right then and there, but we're going to shake their hand when we're done. We're going to hang out with them before and after. I mean, and I haven't met anybody that's... Well, one person, but I haven't met. It's <laughs> not like that. Yeah, what are you looking at man, <laughs> princess. <laughs>
Yeah, Kev, you got to appreciate that, man. You know, it's funny. He keeps referencing somebody in the industry there named Princess. Do you know who he's who he's talking about? I, I've 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 kind of been in that loop before, but I don't remember, man. Throw it at me. <laughs> so, um, the one and only Larry Larson. Oh, Larry. Yeah. So, do you have a background? Where did that come from? Yeah, it was over a parking issue, and who was taking over a bunch of real estate? Long story short, and um, it, it's been a a long. A long sort of under the fly under the radar kind of nickname that they have in the inner circle there. Um, now it just got out to the world. Um, <laughs> there is no love lost between those two. I'll just say that none. Well, you know, you talk about competition, <laughs> and as much as you want to have that camaraderie across the board, yeah, sometimes there's limits, you know. Yeah, well, you know and what? That's it all is, right. It's funny, man. I've said this to a couple friends of mine that have had lifelong battles with especially one of my buddies here in town, right? He has had a lifelong battle against one guy in particular. And it's always it's always on the racetrack. But at the end of the day, I'm like, dude, would you believe how much better of a racer you become, right? How much more focused you are because you have this long running just enemy, you know? It's like it's like Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader. They're always at each other, but that is both Cause them to raise the level of competition. Absolutely, man. I was going to raise that same point. You know, if it wasn't for that one guy, sometimes you wouldn't be that guy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, look, on the other side, this is what's interesting. When we come back after the break, we talk kind of what's possible. What's the next level? Everybody thought fives was, you know, unobtainable. <laughs> right? It was, Everybody it was never going to happen. Were, everybody thought sixes were unobtainable. And then. This year, Bailey popped the five, right? So what does Devin. that do? It opens the door. Yeah. Not only popped the five, averaged a five. That's the next big hurdle. We'll find out, man. Can they get into fours? More of that on the way. Live from CMS, the Two Guys Garage podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. It's Kevin Bird, Willie B, and I got to tell you, man, when it comes to racing, you imagine, I, I feel pretty confident I got a nine-second car I could do a drag weekend, but these guys are running into fives, boss. They're clicking off ETs in the fives. <laughs> uh, that's just insane, man, to have that kind of street ability and that kind of performance and speed. That's, that's just a rare combination, man. You never see a full-on race car be able to drive on the street. Kev, we got to build one one day. Put it on the bucket list, man. Let's uh, let's have you remind people that at the end of the podcast, Kevin reveals his very first ET time slip. What is said at the bottom of that little piece of paper? Now send it on to our boys at SEMA, bro. <laughs> now remember, this is like a long time ago on a high school kid budget, right? Remember your first drag run, not your last drag run. So coming up later on. Now let's get back to our boys because... We want to know where the bar is headed, right? It wasn't so many years ago that we first hit the sixes, right? Six second. And now, a couple years later, boom, Tom Bailey drops a 599. We are in the fives, right? He's got one run in. How long is it before every run is in the fives and where does it go from there? Let's check in with our boys. 
what's the next hurdle for you guys? What's the next challenge for you guys? And you know what? You know we're here at SEMA. Obviously, you guys are high-profile personalities, man. You guys get a lot of attention here. Uh, what is it next on you on your list to check off? Uh, for me, it's to run a five every day. I mean, just to a five, y'all. That's a five. He's talking five seconds in a quarter mile, like. It's unreal. I remember, as a, I remember, not too long ago, I go see rail cars run fives. You know, it's like, think about this in a in a street car. He's talking running fives every day. Well, and that's in thirteen when I ran a six every day. That was it. Like that was the end. Like there's nothing else past this. Like as soon as somebody can runs a six every day, that's it. Nobody will ever run a five. Well, now we're here. We are talking, whatever. Six years later, about running a five every day. Like because we've already ran a five. So it's yeah. like. Obviously, the bar keeps getting raised. I mean, but, and whatever. I mean, I'll say now nobody will run a four, but, I mean, who knows? Six years, maybe. Maybe Joe's going to be doing that. Why is it you guys that are always doing it? So, uh, I don't know. We're the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it like that, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, what about you, Joe? You know, if, if I could run a 650 in the car the way I have the car now, I'd be happy. I that that would be that's a goal. Yeah. So that's well, what we're doing. Your been car working. is unique because your car well t- tell everybody about your about your little fifty six Chevy. Well it's all steel car. It's all steel, it has you guys. Wheel windows in it. I mean they're glass. They will break. They aren't Lexan. Um, the car's thirty seven fifty. And wow. uh, it's it's a legit car body wise. I mean all the cars are pretty much like Tom's underneath. Yeah, you know, basically for the most part. So to be able to do that in a steel car, the way Chevrolet made it in '56, basically. Yeah, that man. Would be, that would be it. That'd be epic. So, I right, and you grab. Well, what, actually, what you, just for Joe to actually push himself and not just go with the flow for an entire yeah. week like he usually does. Yeah, man. Joe's one of the, <laughs> one of the most past. He's just you know. He's just, I'm here for the fun, guys. You should, you should turn it up, Joe. Yeah, I man, turn it up. I, I should. Right. And, and Tom, put, <laughs> Tom, you know, you talk to Tom, and I realized he had a talk with me a couple years ago. He said, here's the deal. He goes, every day I go out there, he goes, I don't care if it breaks, but he goes, every pass, I'm going to make the most out of it. And I started thinking, you know, I go up there to make sure I can drive to the next track. Yeah, yeah. So I, I go up there with this conservative attitude, and I'll look to see what the competition is and think, okay, well, I can 7 them to death all week, and I don't have any competition. But that's all I'm doing. Where And so what Tom said a couple years ago really made me think a lot about it. So I want to change the way I approach this race within reason because you still have to make that thing last the five days. Yeah. And I don't want to be there like Grubby where... <laughs> No. We love you, Grubby. We love you, Grubby. It, you know, uh, it just so to try to find a happy medium. Yeah. You know, we've all done it long enough that we, I, I hate to say this, but we have it figured out for the most part, making the cars do the drive without having to carry out a thousand parts. Right. Um, it's just the track time is very limited with these cars. So. Yeah, it it's harder. not like I can go out to Mexico and, and make a test hit, you know? Exactly. Uh, you know, you've helped me in, in a couple test hits before, but it's not like you're bringing a 56 out there to stripe. You know, no, it's, no. Like, yeah, it's not going to be the case. All right, for you, Grubby, what is what is your next hurdle? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind running, running in the sixes for sure, but 
so if Joe runs a 680 or whatever, and I just I still got to just kick Joe's ass just like on Grudge Race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old legend killer, the legend Joe Barry. That's when my kid calls him the legend Joe Barry, and uh, he was out at the sandbox telling everybody that. You Joe know, Barry for my president. Dad, my dad uh, beat the legend Joe Barry. <laughs> I still, hey, Joe Barry's the only sticker I have on my refrigerator in my shop. <laughs> Joe Barry for president. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, we appreciate you all this time, man. Best of luck to all you guys and uh, everything you do, man. As a guy that sits back and, you know, I always read and watch and, and follow you guys and what you're doing. I'm always proud as hell of you. Uh, and I always really do appreciate everything you bring to the sport as individuals, as people, what you're doing for the kids and the next generation of racing. Uh, I, I'm proud just to call you guys friends. Uh, and I, I really do respect everything you guys bring to the table and just the fight you guys put up every single day when you're in the wheel, uh, behind the wheel of your cars, man. So thank you, thank you, and, and thank you. you. You guys are MVPs in my world, and I, I love just watching what you guys do, man. Yeah, when it comes to the world of drag racing, it doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, Like, man. this is a circle like none other right here. Like, yeah, man. Very, very awesome and impressive. There you go. Willie B, Kevin Bird. We got Tom Bailey, Grubby, Joe Barry. You guys, Two Guys Garage, doesn't get better than this. Check them out. They are Drag Week racers. Go Google it. Find out more details. Find out info. These guys are all top-notch, man. All right? Thank you guys for being on one more time. We appreciate you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, Kev, you got to feel that, man. Those guys probably combined, I would say, a 100 or so covers of Hot Rod. I mean, between oh, those yeah. guys there... No doubt, a hundred plus covers of Hot Rod magazine. I mean, that is that is the epitome of blood, sweat, and gears, right? Yeah. I mean, these are individual battles, like we said, right? You know, it's not these huge corporate buildups where you know the drivers and the the individual sacrifices kind of get lost. You know, there's yeah. always there, right? But it's not Pepsi versus Coca Cola, right? This is Joe versus Lutz, you know, versus Bailey, right? And you just feel it like they're two characters, like superheroes, right? It's Superman versus Navarro. What's that? Navarro <laughs> Superman? Oh. Batman, dude, Batman. <laughs> Batman, you know, they're battling it out, right? Like you're just watching and grind all the way to the finish. Uh, and it's a sport like no other, man. Yeah, I love it, man. It is insane. It is such a, a mind game as well. A couple chess players with some wicked machines, man. So there you go. Drag week. It is just brutal. Go Google it. Uh, go check it out, all right? It is something else. And one day, I'm going to go on that, man. One day. That's in my to-do bucket list as far as automotive things I got to check off, man. All right, all right man. So I got your back. Question. Time to answer it. That ET slip, man. For those that want to know, what was your very first et time slip what would right, you say i'm gonna flip it on you i'm gonna flip it on you so my very first like non-prepped uh 82 camaro whatever dude what was the first time down the track 1283 damn 1283 that's a legit time kevin that's that's pretty pause that's pretty good man oh this thing was smoking man I had a can way too big on <laughs> side pipes i had a big hood scoop this thing was gnarly, man. Well, ask me. Go ahead. Ask me. All right. All right. What's your first time? 1356. Hey. It, man, I thought I was hauling the mail, dude. I was killing it. Oh, uh, yeah, but you, you know, I, literally, I was like, it was, it, God, it was like a winter, a winter event because it was literally just after my birthday in Kentucky, right? So it had to be December at Clay City. 
And literally, it was some goofy winter event. I was like, I'm going, I'm going. I just turned 16. You know, so it was like three weeks after I was 16. Had done a couple, you know, up, upgrades to that car already. And man, literally, I was just out there grabbing gears. I thought 1356 was was insane. Oh, considering the time, our age, what kind of money we didn't have. Oh, dude, that was yeah. awesome. That was every <laughs> okay. bit of my lawn money. All right, well, more importantly, right, what's your fastest time? I've gone, I've got a car now that goes, well, I'm just getting ready to bring it out this season with a bunch of upgrades, but it's been 820s fairly reliable so Damn. that's um that's a fast car this year it ought to dip down in the low sevens and you know if i get it lined out right and uh, you know the suspension working right chassis working right who knows man i may be one of them six second guys one day you know a seven nasty second car. so we're yeah. gonna give you full credit for the eight we're gonna give you partial credit <laughs> for the seven and folks out there it's not about where you started it's about where you ended up Amen, man. Well, look, speaking of ending up, we'll call that one a wrap for the Two Guys Garage podcast. And don't forget our TV show, man. It's full of mods, cool upgrades. It's weekends on Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings if you need to. Episodes also now streaming at Motor Trend On Demand. So thanks to Tom Bailey. Thanks to our friend Grubby, which is Craig Grubner. And thanks to one and only Joe Berry, our producer, Scoop, executive producer, Bob Ecker. And don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Guys, always feel free to share your thoughts. Check us out on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a copyright 2019 Britain Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved. Because it's our Kool-Aid, man. And don't forget the next Two Guys Garage Podcast, which is actually going to feature a man that knows a lot about speed himself, the one and only Fast Jack Beckman. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.